0: Tonight, on This Is Happening in America, we talk the Dakota Access Pipeline, a history of dishonor toward the American Indian, and news that's sadly local somewhere. I'm Mark. I'm Justin. We're not
1: superheroes, but we do have a theme song.
0: To our third episode, our third podcast. I'm Mark. I'm Justin, and we're here to bring you the latest and greatest from the great country of America. Justin, how have you been? I've been fantastic,
1: Mark. It's been a it's been a great week. Had a great Thanksgiving with my family,
0: extended and uh, immediate. How That's right. It was. It was Thanksgiving. It was. That was nice. It was. It was kind of nice. Yeah, I mean Thanksgiving. It's a wonderful time for family a lot of food and football, everything that's American, including American Indians. Uh-oh, Mark, I think I see where this is going. Do you see where this is going? I do. Okay, well, yeah, that was a pretty easy segue because today we're going to be talking about the Dakota Access Pipeline. And,
1: and just a little history of this situation before we really dig into it. This is just the latest moment in a long history of dishonor between the united states and the sioux tribe going back to 1868 mark are you at all familiar with the treaty of fort
0: laramie uh i am but that doesn't help our viewers so justin why don't you give us a little history lesson are,
1: are they viewers or are they listeners i'm confused
0: well they're technically they're viewing the audio stream from the podcast eh, it but it, it, doesn't doesn't matter. Matter. it doesn't
1: matter it So the Treaty of Fort Laramie was signed in 1868, relinquishing the Bozeman Trail in exchange for the secession of further, quote, Indian raids. The treaty established the Great Sioux Reserve, giving the land west of the Missouri River, including the sacred land of the Sioux, the Black Hills, to the Indians. The treaty lasted until gold was discovered in the Black Hills in 1874. The rush of miners to the Black Hills started the last of the Plains Wars, though you may be most familiar with the Battle of the Little Bighorn. The Sioux Nation has never acknowledged the loss of the Black Hills, but today, four of our president's faces are carved into the side of them. In 1980, an 8-to-1 Supreme Court decision upheld a ruling in 1979 that the Sioux were entitled to the award of $17.5 million plus 5% interest paid per year since 1877, totaling about $106 million mark. Does that replace all the gold? That does not replace all the gold. Oh, that's
0: a bummer. Does that replace General Custer?
1: It does replace General Custer. Oh, okay. Some some over. I guess so. So, the Sioux have never cashed the check and argue that the land should still be returned.
0: Well, I mean, it's uh, very—that's understandable, considering that Native Americans are much more interested in preserving the land and living off the land as opposed to our dollar.
1: Yeah, it's it's such a complex issue, but— For lack of any other understanding, we're smack in the middle of yet another Plains War, and and Standing Rock Dakota Access Pipeline is just yet another battle in this long-standing conflict.
0: Well, and it brings up an interesting point about how we really haven't learned anything from history, and it seems to continue to repeat itself every time the big businesses around our country want to expand or, and somehow, some way, somebody gets messed with.
1: I say this to my students all the time, Mark. History does not repeat itself. Behaviors remain
0: unchanged. That is an interesting perspective to take on it. And as a guy who always likes to take a different perspective in saying that there's always one side of the story, another side of the story, and the truth is somewhere in between. So... What's the flip side to the Sioux Nations at Standing Rock protesting? What does the pipeline have to say? Well, the funny thing is the pipeline doesn't really have much of a leg to stand on because they started making this pipeline before they ever had all of the proper paperwork to expand and actually cut through the, the Sioux Nations water supply. Furthermore... Let's talk. Let's think about that for a second. Okay, you want to put a pipeline underneath a water supply. Now, granted, they plan on excavating it ninety feet below the pipeline, and the proposed oil pipeline actually is going to run parallel to other pipelines that are currently under the ri- under the rivers.
1: Now, correct me if I'm mistaken. One of these ruptured just last month.
0: That. I do not have confirmation on I will I will get that information yeah check that out well I just bring up the obvious point sure. of drilling and excavating an oil pipeline 90 feet below a major water supply that runs through four states in the country um now granted pipelines are a safer mode of transportation for crude oil than the railways and you know in and trekking it across the country that is stati- that it's statistical proof that oil traveling across railways are more likely to crash and or leak oil on the on the ground than from a pipeline rupturing but the fact remains the pipeline can still rupture and when it's 90 feet below the water supply how do you get to it when it ruptures I don't know. It seems to have worked out well in the Gulf. Yeah, right. You know, and what and what a ridiculous cleanup that would be, even if you can clean that up, especially when over 10,000 gallons of crude oil is going to be traveling through this pipeline daily. That's a lot of gallons of crude oil. That's a lot of gallons of crude oil. And, you know, I don't even know if there's 10,000 gallons of water. Is there? I don't have that information. I don't have that information either. But needless, needless to say... It it seems as though, regardless of whether you want to believe that the uh, Standing Rock Sioux Nations just let this go and didn't bother to uh, talk to the 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 pipeline owners to negotiate, the fact of the the fact remains: Why should the Standing Rock Sioux Nation have to concede or have to co-sign or have to agree to it? when it's their land. I mean, the government can't just come or any big business pipeline can't just come and say, Hey, uh, we're going to mess with your property.
1: Well, I guess (laughs) the conceit goes back to that Fort Laramie treaty in that the land west of the river is granted to the Sioux nation and, you know, whatever else has happened in the hundred years since that was signed, obviously the, the larger reservation has been broken down into a, about a, a dozen smaller reservations the standing rock being one of them but you know this this river is running along the reservation does it run does the pipeline run through the reservation or is it running along their their water rights i guess is the question
0: i guess that's the question and you'd have to and based on the maps that i've seen the pipeline the pipeline was actually originally supposed to go around Standing Rock and through other cities of North Dakota, but the cities said, "Yeah, no, right, because it was
1: going to run through the cities themselves, right,
0: exactly." And the city said, uh, "No, I don't think so. We don't want a pipeline running
1: through our backyard." Right.
0: So, what did the pipeline do? Oh, okay, we'll just run it through the we'll just throw run it through the Native Americans. Oh, no big deal.
1: And and there are many terms out there right now. I should say we're not trying to offend anyone who uh, might take use of the term Native American or. American Indian native people native people first nation as, as Canada uses there's a lot of lingo out there and if there is a, a a more correct term we would love for you to email into the show this is happening America at gmail.com and uh, and let us know what what the the term we should be
0: using is yeah because we do after all want to be politically correct and uh, somewhat and we
1: do stand with Standing rock we do stand uh, together with uh,
0: absolutely and above nothing else i think we both can honestly agree that what we absolutely don't stand for is the uh police brutality and treatment of these people
1: i'm uh, it's it's so frustrating i'm do, i'm studying i'm guiding my students in 11th grade through this right now and we just got done looking at civil rights movement of the 1960s and the, the quest for civil liberties and the horrible things that were done to people there with with dogs and water cannons and rubber bullets rubber bullets and concussion grenades and and lynchings and you know you turn on the news and you see an image of um, you don't turn on the news you get onto social media and you see an image of a water cannon being shot at someone in 20 degree weather and how i feel like i went to bed somewhere in between 1995 and 2000 and and woke up in uh you know jim crow america and it's just so baffling
0: yeah and that's not to say that i'm you know on the flip side i'm sure not Every single person protesting the pipeline has been uh, nonviolent. I'm sure that there have been people who have probably crossed the line and not been as peaceful as they want to be. Um, there's also been reports that there are more than just uh, the Sioux Nations protesting now. Uh, it's kind of cu- become a social event, kind of like Burning Man. Yes, I, <laughs> I have seen those. It's uh... Which— again, is not the point.
1: College students will use any chance they can get to listen to music and smoke marijuana.
0: Yes, absolutely. And uh, and so will eco-terrorists and people who just love the chance of bringing on a little anarchy into our great nation. And of course, once again, that's not the point. And it's also probably confusing to the actual guards and police forces who are trying to main- maintain order and trying to get through this and, you know, the, the mixed signals and the mixed messages probably don't help things either. So, obviously, this protest can't go on forever. Uh, and as a matter of fact, the Army Corps of Engineers has actually set a date for December 5th when they want the protesters to be essentially evicted. They haven't said how they're going to do it. They haven't said they're going to do it by force. Can the Army Corps of Engineers
1: evict the, the Sioux from their own land? That doesn't seem like it should be a thing. Well, it shouldn't be, but uh, apparently they, they think they can, so they're trying to do it. And this is the problem with the United States. You can't sign treaties and then not honor them because then it dilutes the validity
0: of any treaty that you sign later. Right, but I mean, we just do that to the we, we just do that to the Native Americans. We don't do that anywhere else. No, I no. mean, we, we we don't try to do that in other foreign countries, oh, do no, we?
1: No, no. Viewers, um, if you have examples of this, we would love for you to tweet at the show, t i h a underscore America.
0: Wait, I thought you said they were listeners. That it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Oh, okay, it doesn't matter. So yeah. So anyways, with that being said, this thing should be over and wrapped up relatively soon December 5th right. that's December that's Monday 5th. that's Monday well here's the fun fact there's actually some help on the way for the Sioux nations coming December 4th uh, as a result of social media and the outcry veterans of our army and Marine Corps and Air Force and all of our all of our honor guards have signed a petition or and and raised over half a million dollars so
1: current Current enlisted American
0: No, these soldiers. are these, these are, are veterans. These, oh, I'm so- yeah, ve- veterans. So I believe they're they're either retired or not or off duty. Off duty. Gotcha. Yeah. So they're not active enlisted they're not active members who are fighting abroad or, or in footballs. the course. Yeah. So anyway. Over two thousand men and women are going to be flocking to Standing Rock on December fourth. Oh, that that is uh wanna point out the obvious. That is one day before eviction day. That is one day before Addiction day. Eviction day. Pardon me. Not addiction day. Eviction day. That, no. Yeah. That's completely that's an entirely di- that's a, different. That's thing. an entirely different day. Uh so yeah, two thousand men and women. And they're calling this they're calling this a deployment. We're not talking about, oh, we're gonna stand there and protest. No. They're calling this a deployment, a weaponless deployment, nonetheless. Their big thing is they don't want any they're not promoting any hate. They're not promoting violence. They're not bringing weapons. They just are going to show up on December 4th, 2000— With a show of solidarity. Uh, with a show of solidarity, 2,000 veterans to get between the protesters and the armed paid security that has been supposedly mistreating the Sioux nations. And when
1: we we keep seeing this on social media that, that this is— uh, federal police that are doing this. Do we have confirmation that this is federal police that are that are engaging the protesters?
0: Is this private security? From what I've heard, it's private security, and it's also local law enforcement. Okay. From all over North Dakota and from several other policing uh, areas who are trying to assist and help. So, just
1: to summarize: so we on one side we've got private security, local law enforcement, Army Corps of Engineers. On the other side, we have. Protesters of numerous tribes, persuasions, walks of life, college kids, college kids, water protectors, and between two thousand American veterans. Yes. Okay. Nothing can go wrong there.
0: Absolutely nothing. Um, of note, I will say this, which kind of makes her even more awesome in my book than she than I think she already is. Uh, Supposedly, and I believe she just tweeted this out on her Twitter handle a couple a uh, a short while ago. Congresswoman Tulsi Gabbard, oh, love Tulsi Gabbard, who has done two tours of duty in the Middle East in between her in between her growing political career, plans on joining the cause herself and standing among the two thousand the two thousand veterans as well. Uh, for those that don't know, Tulsi Gabbard is a Democratic Congresswoman from Hawaii. Uh, she is also a member of the Hawaii Army National Guard. And uh, of note, she recently had a meeting with our president elect Trump, which is still difficult to say. Uh, but she did have a meeting with him regarding a cabinet position. Oh. And here she is taking up a cause that, well, we really haven't heard much from president elect Trump on this issue. Um, We have heard him, his, his. We have heard his anger toward um, the musical Hamilton. Um, (laughs) You know, uh, we've we've heard his issues with um, Alec Baldwin's accurate portrayal of him from Saturday Night Live. Just
1: a note on Hamilton: boycott that show, boycott Hamilton, stop buying tickets, America, so that I can buy tickets and see the show. Yeah. Boycott that show, America. Yeah, Hamilton. seriously. Give your tickets back so that some of us little guys can yeah. actually get tickets. I would like to see that show sometime in the next decade. Yes, that would be awesome. But just you know, just want to stick with how star-spangled awesome Tulsi Gabbard is. She was also the vice chair of the Democratic National Committee who resigned her position over the whole uh, Bernie Sanders, Hillary Clinton Primary debacle right. and was actually the first member of Congress to endorse Bernie Sanders. She's a huge environmentalist, member of the, the Mil- Arms, armed services of the United States, uh, Hawaiian, Hindu.
0: like, And she's also one hell of a surfer. This is true. I've heard that. Yeah. So, so Tulsi Gabbard. Yeah. <laughs> Salud. <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard speaking up and doing what many other politicians, congressmen, and women. Uh, President elect, presidents, and uh, other governing members of our country are failing to do. You know, I, I, I got to say, Mark, I've, I've been a, I've
1: already been a pretty consistent supporter of President Obama. I've been a critic of him as well. I'm really disappointed on this one. He's got nothing to lose by being vocal on this issue. Nothing to lose. He has no political capital to waste.
0: He's got nothing to lose and nothing to gain. And He's got everything to gain. Well, yeah, well, in terms of, oh, of yeah, legacy well, no, he, he and, has, and being, a, 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 you know, I'm a, he, he
1: has exercising enough. his conscience yeah. on on this situation. No, and absolutely telling, not. You know, the
0: federal police and Army Corps of Engineers to stand down. Yeah, stand down, and we need to take a harder look at what happened here, and just stop the stop the build. Well, that that was two months ago. Yeah. That was two months ago. That was two months ago. But, you know, President Obama has also got his hands tied a little bit because he's currently got a Congress who wants to do nothing until their boy becomes the president. And, of course, being the great businessman that President-elect Trump is, President-elect Trump also has stock in the company that's building the pipeline. Does he
1: really? Yes. Yes. And if that's not a conflict of interest, I don't know what it is mark oh conflict of interest whatever listeners if you have an opinion on this, tweet at the show, facebook the show email the show this is happening america gmail t i h a underscore America because some jerk took t i h a no
0: t i h america yeah give it give it to us yeah. Give it to us. You haven't tweeted Seriously. since 2014, just give it to us. Yeah, surrender it. Surrender it so that we can have it so people won't forget the underscore and won't tweet us. Um, but if you have a feeling on this, viewers, are they viewers or the they listeners? It doesn't matter. It
1: doesn't matter. Um, let us know what you think. Mark, what are we going to next?
0: Well, uh, we're going to the local news. Oh, it's news day. Yeah, it's news day. It's time for some
1: local news. All right. Just a reminder that all news, just like politics, is local somewhere. Absolutely. And, and so, Mark, here's a story uh, coming to us straight out of Indonesia. Indonesia? Indonesia. That's not local. Uh, it's, it's local if you live in Indonesia. Okay. And and we should know. So um, America has been engaged in its own war on drugs uh, since the 1980s, and Indonesia is getting into the, the fray. Uh, Residents of uh, Tangerang, Indonesia, suffered headaches and dizziness as police burned 3.3 tons of marijuana on a bonfire.
0: Oh my God, those poor college kids. Those poor college kids. They must be so angry right now. I'm going to guarantee at this moment that there will be a protest in <laughs> Indonesia coming shortly.
1: <laughs> so residents of Tangerang, this is 15.5 miles west of the capital of Jakarta, which is maybe the only place that you've ever heard of Indonesia, reported suffering headaches and dizziness after inhaling a tangy smoke given off by a bonfire that police had uh, built in the outskirts of the city. 3.3 tons burned by Palmera police at the sub-precinct office in West Jakarta earlier this month. Hmm. They estimate that this hall was valued at over $1 million. That's a lot of marijuana. That is. Um so just a a lesson law enforcement, if you're listening to the show, uh the you might not want to burning burning the confiscated contraband may not be the best way to win the war on drugs.
0: No. And just like, well, I mean, somebody else who learned that lesson was Roger Goodell of our NFL fame, who decided it would be a good idea to get rid of some tapes a long time ago (laughs) in a nation far, far away uh with his war on um cheating supposedly lessons to be learned lessons to be learned so that's a pretty good that that's a pretty good story on law enforcement um what do you got for us mark i might have one just a little bit better okay uh justin do you um have you ever seen the keystone cops i have not okay well for those viewers who might be too old to know the keystone cops were a comedic group who often did a lot of zany, crazy routines. And um, in this report that I found, uh, the Houston, Texas police were kind of doing their own rendition when a man uh, in custody tried to uh, rob a Wendy's in Southeast Houston. And I, I, I don't know if he was robbing burgers and fries or cash from Wendy's. <laughs> I'm hoping it was the Frosty Machine. Oh, yeah. The Frosty's are really good If I were going to rob
1: a Wendy's. I would rob the I Frosty Machine. I would machine. take the Frosty Machine. Yeah, no, absolutely. They say it's just soft-serve
0: chocolate ice cream, but I disagree. Absolutely. There's something else There's in something there. There's something else in it. And it's not natural. But anyways, at this Wendy's in Southeast Houston, police say an armed man tried to robbed the restaurant but uh the robbery eventually went sour and customers employees they cleared out they got out of there and the man who had a firearm uh he had his weapon and he started firing the gun randomly but police don't believe that the suspect was actually firing at the officer's I don't know how you can determine that if it was just fired at random, but that's what they say. What do they think he was firing at? I, he, he, well, was just, I, he was just shooting his gun. Well, I hope he wasn't firing at Wendy because that would be that, – that—that I mean – Wendy's that, endured enough. That would be child abuse. Wendy's, anyway, Wendy's endured enough. So the suspect then fled to an adjacent abandoned – bank shooting out glass as officers surrounded him, kind of like a, a random Michael Mann movie. <laughs> and inside the bank, the suspect fired more shots, but again, not toward officers. So the officers in their— Does
1: he have one of those magic Hollywood guns that you don't need to reload?
0: See, uh, wait for it. Okay. So, Uh-oh, I ruined the punchline. So authorities sent dogs in to grab the guy so that he could be taken into custody. But at the same time, the officer's weapons accidentally discharged, grazing another officer. The accidental discharge also frightened another police dog, which then bit another officer. (laughs) (laughs) At this point, the suspect came out with his gun held to his head. Thus, He took himself hostage. Well, he tried to take himself hostage, and apparently he tried to take his own life by pulling the trigger. But his gun was out of bullets. <laughs> so another dog took, took him down, and, and he got taken into custody. It's good thing the dogs were there. Seriously, the dogs saved the day. Aren't they man's best friend? Don't worry. The injured officers were, were taken to the hospital with minor injuries. And, uh, and, yeah, the investigation continues. And that's courtesy of um, ABC, the ABC outlet there in, uh, in southeast Houston. So um, thank you for that. So yeah, that happened. That happened. That happened.
1: All right, Mark, I've got a story for you here out of New Jersey. I love New Jersey. Something you don't hear very often about New
0: Jersey. What's this? The boss. I mean, he sure. just got—he just got—he just got a Medal of Freedom he from did. the White House. He did get a Medal of Freedom. So President Obama can dish out a bunch of Medals of Freedom to a bunch of celebrities, but he can't do anything about Standing Rock. Uh, oh, whew. yikes! <laughs> Shade. Shade. Anyway, sorry. Continue. All right.
1: So this is uh, this is out of New Jersey, and this is about uh, a organization uh, called Goats of Anarchy, which is a rescue group for goats. Okay. And this is the story of Polly the goat. Goats need love too. Goats do need love. The woman who uh, runs this group, uh, Lena Loricelli, uh, is telling the story of Polly, the rescue, uh, the rescued goat. Uh, who suffers from anxiety attacks?
0: A goat suffers from anxiety. Yeah, attacks. the goat
1: suffers from anxiety attacks, and the only way they can get the goat to calm down is to dress it in a, a duck onesie. I have a picture here. <laughs> you want to take a look at that, Mark? We'll uh, we'll post this for our our viewers. Oh, please do. That's yeah.
0: That's I mean that's adorable. It's, oh, a l- 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 it's, it's even got the it's even
1: l- got the feet. It's got the feet. It's got it's even duck got feet. duck feet. Yep, uh, and it works kind of like a thunder shirt. You know what a thunder shirt is? Uh, no. So, uh, and and you know, dogs, cats, small animals of of all varieties thunder lightning car crashes it, they tend to spook them and what a thunder shirt does it's a uh, it's a wrap that goes around them and it it makes it's kind of like swaddling a baby it makes it puts light pressure on them and make them feel like they're being held uh-huh. and uh the the belief is that this duck suit has the same effect on this goat um and so they they take polly all over the place in uh her in her duck costume and within minutes she's she's conked out Oh, and she just falls asleep. She just falls asleep in her duck so, outfit. So they take her. So they take her shopping with her. Yeah, they take her shopping. They take her everywhere. Nice. Um, uh, the same also works with a with a pig costume. Aww. And uh, with a fox costume. Aw, oh, well, isn't that cute? Wait, is that fox biting her? Well, it's it's a it's a stuffed fox costume. Oh, okay. Uh, so, yeah. Wow. Polly the goat. Polly the goat. And if you if you'd like to help, uh, Goats of Anarchy, uh, we'll link to this site, and you can uh, make donations to their uh, to their organization.
0: So, do do the other goats wear leather jackets and ride Harley's? Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Well, no. That, I mean, that makes them even. No, oh. they don't. They don't do that. I'm disappointed. That would be a sight to see. It would. It would be. Uh all right. Well, we got one more for you. And, um, Justin, have you ever seen the, uh, have you ever heard of the story of Throw Mama from the Train? I love Throw Mama from the Train. Isn't that great? Isn't it's the, one it's, of my favorite movies. It's, it's, a, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. But, unfortunately, this, uh, th- th- this mom in, uh, in Arkansas kind of had to live it out, except she wasn't throwing mama, uh, her her baby got thrown from oh, the car. Oh, oh, no. Oh, this is my least favorite thing. Okay, but here's the deal. It was an eight-month-old infant. Oh, Oh, boy. Who was thrown from a car after a terrible crash. I hope this gets lighter at some point. She miraculously survived it. So, here's what happens. A tractor-trailer collided with a car carrying this baby and her family. The vehicle went spinning out of control and hit a guardrail that threw the baby out of the car.
1: So, trailer-truck, car, boom! baby goes flying from the car baby
0: goes flying from the car oof nightmare uh she's the baby's still alive with no injuries what brand of car seat were they using well it doesn't say it here but uh and it says that she fell she she miraculously landed in some type of drain pipe that <laughs> or drainage system that she just like did it she, she just she, it's moses. She's all good. she's the moses
1: she, Situation. Hey,
0: she's young. She's malleable. Whatever. Ugh. She must. She must. She must be Elastigirl because she's incredible. Anyway. Uh, so yeah. So there's the, the, the little issue about the baby seat. Police said that she was not strapped into the baby seat properly. Oh, that's not good. More than that. What was the window doing down? It's, a, it's maybe it was hot. That was hot, what's, that's what the AC is for. Maybe the car didn't have AC what are the other windows for I don't, maybe 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 went through the window if she went through the window she would have gotten hurt not necessarily all depends what kind of car seat it is well in any case uh the, the the baby did survive she's okay but let that be a lesson to you mom's out there before you get behind the wheel just make sure baby's strapped in because you never know when you're gonna collide with a tractor trailer that is why they call them accidents, I believe, Mark. Then that could throw your baby from the car.
1: Well, that brings us to our last segment of the show, the basket of deplorables. And Mark, who's in this week's basket of deplorables? Oh the
0: basket of deplorables. Well, <laughs> as we all know, Thanksgiving was last week. And it was. Justin, what comes after Thanksgiving? Um Friday. Friday, Black Friday, Black Friday, yeah. Black Friday. We've all been hearing about it for weeks. We all got the flyers in the in the in the newspaper. If you guys still get the newspapers, uh, and if if you do, they thank you very much because their viewership has been going down steadily, steadily, steadily. Do they have viewers, Mark? Are they viewers, or are they readers. It doesn't it matter. Doesn't, it doesn't, matter. Doesn't, matter. It doesn't matter. Anyways, Black Friday shoppers are in the basket actually, of deplorables today.
1: I actually. I actually found myself at the mall on Black Friday,
0: but not to shop to see Doctor Strange. I Oh, well, that's nice. I, I made a few Black Friday purchases as well. Oh, so I you're, did it. you're I, in this week's basket of deplorables. Uh, no, because I did it from home. Oh, yeah. Online. With oh, the internet, With the thing. internet, that thing, yeah. So, yeah, so this is for any Black Friday shopper who actually showed up at the malls, or at your local retail and department stores, with the backdrop of holiday music and cheer... Surrounded by garland and wreaths and garlic and nutcrackers and Santa Claus, there are swarms of crazed shoppers like zombies ready to come to blows over that 45-inch TV. I've got my baseball bat. And why is it always over a TV anyway? Doesn't everybody already have two of them from the last couple of Black Fridays? Gotta watch The Walking Dead, Mark. Yeah, no, I know. Well, if you want to watch The Walking Dead, go go online and take a look at black friday compilations there you will see complete discord that echoes through the halls decked out with pallets of super saver deals as thousands of mom and dads duke it out literally men and women grappling over Susie's brand new doll or johnny's brand new action figure men who i think are more interested in black friday for the brawls and the shopping while watchers film the events for the rest of us to see what we can't imagine or believe as we shake our heads in disbelief over the latest Black Friday compilation videos on YouTube. I did it for the lulz. So did I. If the magic of the holiday season is upon us, the day after Thanksgiving must be black magic. That's what you get for jumping the gun on Yuletide Joy. Wow. You got anything you want to plug this week, Mark? Um, oh, well, w- w- what I did want to do is mention that um, this is happening in America is 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 getting sponsored. Whoa really no we've got we've got we've we've got sponsors up the wazoo thank you thank you so much for the support from all of the from all of these people all around the country who have yet to return our emails and our phone calls (laughs) and uh and 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 put the checks in the mail that's right so thank you to those people that's right sponsorship money put them in the mail Justin, is there anybody that that you'd like to thank? Um, I'd really like to thank our viewers. Wait, are they viewers or listeners? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. matter, But But, uh, thank you sincerely,
1: those of you who are subscribing to the show. It means a lot to us.
0: And if you do actually find video footage of our podcast, let us know. (laughs) Because... That's not a good thing. It's not.
1: No. Uh, And you can do that by emailing us at thisishappeningamerica at gmail.com.
0: Or you can tweet us at T-I-H underscore America. You can find us at Facebook slash thisishappeningamerica. Or you can go to our website at thisishappeningamerica.weebly.com. So that's the end of our third podcast, coming to you from somewhere, somehow, someway in our great nation of America. This is happening, America. Bangarang.